Hey there, boils and ghouls. Welcome to this week's episode of Hollow Weekly Dies Tonight. <laughs> Hollow Weekly Dies Tonight. I hope that's Actually, not right. Well, it is and it isn't, but I am going to chant that once every 30 seconds for the <laughs> remainder of this podcast. Then we'll keep this a short podcast. Then. <laughs> yeah, so go. <laughs> we are going. Hollow Weekly Dies. See, I was a kid. We're, <laughs> we're doing a literal emergency episode, which we haven't done in a long time. Because we were so excited to talk about not just Halloween Kills, but what's happening in in the, the review community and the horror community and among fandom about Halloween Kills. Because it's equally as fascinating as the movie itself, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's it, We had to jump in and be like, we got to talk about this. Thursday was too far. Right, but, right, exactly. And I'll explain like a little bit of what I thought about it. I want to try something with you first, just because this is blowing my mind. I'm excited. I decided to just randomly Google right before we started divisive horror movies, right? So mm-hmm. I, I just, whatever the first list that came up, I was like, I'll pick it, right? Okay. So I picked it, and this is what I've got. I've got The Witch, uh-huh. Hush, It Comes at Night. Mother exclamation point, the Blair Witch Project, Hereditary, Paranormal Activity, and the Babadook. Oh, and then Human Centipede and the House of the Jack Built, which is hilarious. So, do you notice something that all those movies have in common? None of them are in a franchise. <laughs> Zero franchises represented in this divisive horror list. The first one that comes up on Google, right? Because that's my very first reaction to Halloween Kills. Before I talk about like the quality of the movie or how I enjoyed it or what I thought about, like whatever. I, it's so interesting to me that this movie is. It surprises me that it's divisive. Yeah, I felt like the reaction to Halloween 2018, I, any on the bad side, was just meh. Right? It was just shrug shoulders. Yeah. It was. It was okay, but I didn't like it, or they screwed this up, or it's not yeah. H2O or whatever. But there was nothing really. There's no controversy. There wasn't Last Jedi going on. Right. 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 Now this movie comes out, and it is the most divisive franchise horror movie since when like what's the last divisive because i the thing is like when a saw movie jigsaw or whatever is divisive i don't feel like it escapes the horror the horror fandom to the general population i feel like it basically stays as a side conversation this one is everywhere yeah this one this right is a, this one broke a wildfire. out right so like what what do you think the last divisive horror movie that 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 made pop culture's general radar was i can't even I, I, think, I don't right like Freddy and Jay's Freddy versus Jay. Maybe has yeah. it been like a decade? Since, it's been a while since this has happened. I can't think of, you know, I think of other movies that come out that people were looking forward to, like Winchester or whatever. They just totally, you know, face plants. Yeah, those are different though, you know. Like, but they're not yeah. controversial, right? This movie and then Malignant just dropped the controversy bomb, but I don't think that. That was affected a, anyone that was like but us. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. But Halloween Kills is causing a lot of uproar. So what do you... Like, that's... I, I want to talk about it almost as a podcaster first and not as the fan because the... the like well, the, the podcaster knows exactly what they think about this movie. The fan is still reeling from the experience. I can't talk to it as a fan because I ain't because I ain't a damn fan. All right, <laughs> but no, no, no. no, no, no. The podcast, the I guess this from the culture review like that side. I'm seeing a lot of really interesting conversations, and that's you know kind of why we got into this in the first place was. We just posted a picture of Possession 1981 and it had like 200 likes in five minutes. Like that's the kind of place we wanted to to be at, right? Yeah. So now that now that these things are happening, I'm starting to see these really interesting conversations where people are saying something like, 
Halloween 78, Halloween 2018, and this one are my timeline. And they're from a certain age group that doesn't want to be left out of the Halloween phenomenon, but also doesn't want what they see as boring Michael Myers, right? Yeah. So what they're saying to us, I think, if I could translate for that, like that group that's fighting for this is this movie gets, so 2018 got Jamie right. And this one got Michael right. And that's what they're having fun with, is that the movies are getting one major character right each time, even though they're getting a lot of other stuff wrong. And no other, other, other except in Flashes, like the Halloween franchise hasn't gotten Michael generally right since two, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> right? There are scenes where they get it right in all the sequels later, basically, almost all the <laughs> sequels later, but they're just moments sustained across the whole movie getting it right. Like 2018 got Jamie Wright through the whole movie. And this one got Michael Wright through the whole movie. I know there's all kinds of stuff wrong. So, so come, come at me. Like, I, it's it's kind of like the, the, the floor the firefighter fell through. Like Michael was the floor and the guy broke through it and everything underneath it that wasn't Michael was awful. I Well, t- tell me what you think because your experience. I, okay, so I personally did not. Like, like, and we were talking about the, on the drive there. I right. was like, I want to go in. Like, I wasn't the biggest fan of 2018, but it kind of grew on me. Mm-hmm. But then as we were driving, I was like, I want to go in with as blank slate as possible. Like, I really want to try to, like, you know, soak this in and, like, really, really try to enjoy it. But, man, if I have to hear Evil Dies tonight one more time, or or Lori go, like, it's my fault. <laughs> like, like, that was, like, 90%. Or just, or just the the meme we just posted. The, Evil Do dies. you want to hear the most annoying oh, yeah. sound in the world? Big John, Little John. <laughs> like, they called to each other a million times for some reason. It was good. But I, I, so, I immediately, like, was, like, looking up what other people we're we're, mm-hmm. we're we're saying obviously because you know you want to you want to like see if anyone like feels the way you feel or <laughs> right. or if someone can point out something else that that might move your opinion might, a little that, or change your mind move. a bit right and I didn't really find any of that but there's a lot of people who enjoyed the fact that it was just a, he killed a bunch of people right and that's and if, and if that's what you wanted out of it and that's what you got right. I congratulations <laughs> like I'm very I'm very I'm seriously like I'm happy for you like right. you got to have that experience because right. they've been Michael Myers good kill starved for a long time but okay but man there's just so many things in there like I actually got bored in the hospital scene like when they were talking like I kind of like rested my eyes for a second so I was like man I just I just don't give a shit which you don't expect from a Halloween film no like you expect a lot of things even on the bad side but you don't expect to get sleepy no right did not did not expect that so it, the hospital roundabout sequence that's where, where they were where they were running around like spy versus spy for for 15 minutes i'll, I'll say yeah so that that the big the biggest thing overall was mm-hmm. like i think the dialogue was pretty bad yes like god awfully like, bad in so and, many places and they ham-fisted a lot of ideas of like we're the monsters now you're michael and i'm like okay Calm. Right, right. I, I feel like they talk in Rod Serling intro speak. Yeah, well, it, all the time. It, it felt like they were spoon feeding. Halloween Kills treat to me mm-hmm. treated the audience like it was stupid. Right, or 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 that they thought a lot of people would be watching it in some kind of format where they weren't getting a lot of the explanations or the words. They were watching it on really small screens and just getting visuals. And they wanted to make sure they had five chances to explain to you what was going to happen. 
Which is weird. Yeah, especially considering like Halloween's not like a real convoluted like idea. It's just it know. is now. And yeah, it is. It is. It is kind of now. Um, I I did so. I, I will say this because mm-hmm. I you know there's a lot that I really didn't like, but what mm-hmm. I'm interested in mm-hmm. is I saw one comment on a movie thread saying that he saw and it's hopefully this is all true but i guess we're gonna find out that he saw an earlier cut which i guess is gonna come out in blu-ray okay they, yeah, i they, heard something about they this. re-edited some scenes so i guess the choreography of the fights when they were beating down michael wasn't kind of scrambled it, it wasn't as scrambled in the cut he saw right but in the one that we saw in the theater like they were doing all these weird zoom ins and like it just felt really kind Confusing, of yeah it felt soap opery a little bit like telenovela like slow it really did in. it was it was a weird sequence and then they say the ending apparently and what he saw was Lori gets a call spoilers and that's no, not well it's not <laughs> right. the theatrical cut um Lori gets a call and hears michael breathing and then she grabs a knife and walks out and that's where it cuts and that's how it ends. Okay, because that's the callback to the end of the first one, and it's, which is the breathing. And the, the and, it, and it also kind of has that Kong versus Godzilla level build up of like, okay, so, now we're going there. Uh, which, compared to the ending of this film, which we'll talk about later, I thought was like really kind of stupid. Right. Well, that would be the ending. That ending that you're talking about would be a great, like a great teaser trailer. Yeah. Right. So you're, I wonder if they pulled it to be a teaser trailer, right? Like it, because it sounds like the perfect, if you had to give me 30 seconds to get me excited to see ends. Yeah. What you just described would be the way to go. What'd right? you think? Um, so I, I hated all the things that you're talking about. I'm still curious. I'm, I'm, I'm curious from your point of view, what you think the worst unforgivable thing is. And then what was just like bad, but you could overlook because part of this, Part of what's happening to me with my experience of this movie is I hated a lot of what you're talking about just as much as you did. Um, I I despised the 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 way that we were being manipulated, almost like those safety rails they put on gutters at bowling alleys to make sure mm-hmm. that we didn't go off track, that we knew exactly how we were supposed to feel about each set of people that was getting killed or yeah. introduced to us or whatever. It was like that. That was annoying as hell, but. Um, part of what's happening to me is that I feel like this is one of those miracles where someone, when they do the bad stuff, their bad things are hilariously bad in a way that's going to be like cult age. Well, right. Because let's be honest, Halloween two, the original Halloween two, those characters aren't written in Shakespeare, (laughs) right? I mean, those are really, there are some really caricature characters in there. There Mm -hmm. are characters that they couldn't have spent more than five minutes about their backstory in their heads. Any person creating them or writing for them. That movie was a very streamlined. It was like a bullet, which is, you know, whatever. But so this movie has some really goofy shit, but that movie did too. Like Halloween did too, right? Halloween 2, one of the reasons the Halloween 2 originally bothered me was it sidelined Jamie so much. And it's happening again. (laughs) Like, almost a perfect copy in a weird way. And I didn't notice it until afterwards and thought about what Jamie Lee, how they were advancing her, what they were giving us from her character. And then I realized nothing. And then I was like, what is this? And then I realized the same thing happened in Halloween 2, sort of. Like, so... um, it's making some weird echoes with its 
past DNA, which I find are interesting, right? I think there's some really fun bad stuff. The Big John, Little John, that all that stuff is objectively hilarious. Like Evil Dies Tonight is going to crack me up ten years from now. I'm going to forget all about it. I'm not going to know anything about it. And you, there are movies that I will see this year that are way better than this film. And then you could randomly quote me ten years from now, and I won't know what the hell you're talking about, right? But if you say Evil Dies Tonight, then you're out of any movie this uh, year, not any movie, because Hamlet, course. Uh... <laughs> no, 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 of course not. Macbeth's coming, uh, Macbeth, yeah, 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 but not not any movie. But I'm just I'm just saying like that you could quote anything else in Malignant that isn't to cut out the cancer oh, yeah. to me, and I wouldn't know what you were talking about five weeks from now, let alone ten years from now. Mm-hmm. But this movie, you say Evil Dies Tonight, and I'm going to get annoyed. It's going to happen on the back of my neck. The same place that's tensing up right now is going to go off because <laughs> that's a, they said it way too many times, and it doesn't it doesn't work the way they think it does. But it might be the same fun thing that happens with all kinds of comical stuff you see in, you know, Bride of Frankenstein or Son of Frankenstein or House of Frankenstein or any of the, the mummy sequels or whatever, where you, you <laughs> the, the mummy's walking and, the, you know, it's just walked through the mud and its bandages are perfectly clean because why not, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's badness in this movie in the same way, in the same fun way that there's badness in the past. I know that's not the greatest argument for it, but I feel like that's... I mean, it is an argument. And there's... Right. I mean... There's got to be stuff that you just thought... You just laughed because you were like, I can't believe how bad this is. Well, I mean, all of it was dialogue. Like, right? all of it was dialogue. And while you were talking, I was thinking to myself, like, I just finished this really good book. And if you're a video gamer, mm-hmm. you're going to love this book. It's called Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. And it's behind the scenes of like 10 or 11 video games. And even one of them that was canceled called Star Wars 1313, which sounded really cool. That's a cool name. Uh, it was about like bounty hunters and shit like that. And it was really cool. But uh, one of the things, and I forget what game it was. Maybe it was like Uncharted or um, Diablo or 3. Anyways, one of the games he's talking about, he was asking the developers, like, what's the, like, like a like a like a rule and he was like the only thing that matters like is this fun like is the game fun like when we're play testing it we're building it like is it fun and there's parts of halloween kills that are fun like there are moments in there that are genuinely fun intentionally or unintentionally or both Uh, a little bit of both okay a little bit of both but so there were things that they pulled off that you had fun with that, that, that played the way they meant them to. Yes. Okay. But unfortunately, there was just this vacuum suck, and most of it was the dialogue that just pulls the fun right back out. So, like, you're having fun getting people, like, watching people get killed by Michael Myers on Halloween night, but then, like, it sucks it out with them giving you this ham-fisted exposition that they're telling you for the fourth time in the goddamn movie. Right. Right. And and it's sort of like, you know, it's like skipping stones. Like, you just have to, like... That's such a good way to put it. Did you see the supercut of Jamie Lee that's going around where she's talking about trauma? Oh, no. So, so I, But I could imagine. Right, but there, it's a supercut of all the interviews she's doing and people asking her what Halloween Kills is about and her saying trauma over and over and over again. And you can tell... I mean, part of it, editing is just unfair to do to someone, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's also true, right? You could tell that they were very focused on a couple things. And sometimes that kind of focus can reap like rewards if you're an obsessive, whatever. But sometimes it becomes way too much of one ingredient in the recipe. And if right? their, and if their goal really was trauma with this film, boy, did they miss it? <laughs> like, boy, did they miss it? Because I didn't, none of the trauma stuff right. 
Resident... That wasn't what was landing with you. No, and especially right. considering you have someone like Ari Aster out there who's like, you want to see real trauma? Like, right. <laughs> like, I mean, it's not a fair comparison, but... No, I know what you're saying. And that's... But, but okay, so let's... Th- I get that that part of it is... And it... The thing is, I think there are things about trauma that are happening here, but that's not an interesting thing to talk about for this review for what we're right. what we're doing. Because what I'm trying to figure out is, so there's a surprise at the heart of this movie, which is I can't remember the horror community really arguing in any large-scale way about Godzilla movies, even though they were palpably going in weird directions mm-hmm. and unexpected. Sometimes we'd release two hours of a movie you couldn't even see. That's a choice, right? Like, <laughs> things are happening in this franchise that there was some buzz or whatever, but this is causing full-on like flame wars between mm-hmm. groups. And I'm trying to figure out what is so... You know, because it didn't happen with 2018. It's because it's it's because it's the second of a trilogy. Is that I, what it is? I think it is because because we know that there's going to be one more, and that's part of the dialogue I've seen are people excusing right. it, saying like, "Oh, it's okay to be bad." You know, the second one's usually <laughs> suck, and then you look at like you know Lord of the Rings and like right, <laughs> right, Fire Strikes <laughs> Back, and you're like, "What are you talking about?" But see, that's so it's so interesting you said that because I feel like this movie might get Temple of Doom. Right, like kind of like this old. That's yeah. but everyone does, but yeah. no one did then. Yeah, <laughs> right. And and there's no, a lot okay. of people who don't like this movie now. But it, sometimes weirdness ages well, right? But then, so here's I really want to focus in on this part for a second because this, the fact that, the fact that they're basically, what, what happened in Halloween Kills, I think partially is that everything they did, what they did with Michael was basically an extended version of the Darth Vader Rogue One entrance, Mm -hmm. right? It's the thing that fans always wanted to see shot well, filmed filmed well in modern, like, you know, HD. They wanted to see it. They wanted to see it done well, and they didn't want any obvious thing that screwed it up. Like, for example, a terrible mask. Or, for example... The, the character wasn't moving right. Or, for example, the kills were unbelievably boring. Or, for like, and, and this, none of that was happening. Michael looked frightening. He is scaring people again, right? That are, that are watching Halloween Kills and, and loving the Halloween vibes and the fact that Michael has teeth again, right? Like, yeah, well, I will say they did have a little, this one did have a little bit of that Rogue One Vader scene, and it was all of the flashbacks. Which, oh, which, so let's talk about the best part of this movie. I if the whole movie Please. if the whole movie was a flashback, I would be singing such a different tune. How did they do such a good job with this? I don't know. So this I, is the opening of the movie, basically, because I think it cuts out a little back and forth. Yeah, I think they do a little back and forth, between... but it's basically in the seventies, right? Yeah, like Go this, ahead, the same it. the same night that the original like Halloween takes place, like in the seventies with the hair, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, the big flashlights. Right, so there's there's for for frame of reference, there's parts of Twin Peaks: The Return at the end where David Lynch adds scenes that that you knew must have been happening at the end of the old series, but you never got to see, and they're refilmed and dropped in, and it looks weird sometimes because mm-hmm. you're seeing something really old being portrayed as new, but it looks new, and you know the old one looks old, and your brain's like, what the hell's going on? This is per Like, they like, did it, felt it like, so well. It felt like you were watching a movie, like, in the 70s. Right. Like, it, like, it, felt, it felt like they found, like, you know, footage that hadn't been used before. 
And right. like, like put it into the movie. Like, that was ridiculously good. <laughs> it was so good. And then it was interesting where they took it. Mm-hmm. They didn't drop the ball on that storyline, at least, right? It was interesting the what was happening there. And then when they were leaving out of it, I was like, wait, don't go. <laughs> As the uh, movie left out it was of the so 70s, sad. It was like, right? It was like Wizard of Oz, like landing back in Kansas or something. I'm like, no, this place is amazing. Or right? landing in a Scooby Doo hospital. <laughs> Where crowds, crowds are running in and running out and running in and running out. <laughs> I'm seeing so many Scooby Doo references now, um, because of Scream and all. So, but the the yeah, I, I mean, th- so first of all, they did that well. They, it was seemed to be written well, um, but I can't imagine. Well, that's not entirely true. Okay, why? The, there, there was that one line they kept repeating. You know, nothing interesting ever happens in Haddonfield. <laughs> <laughs> they get stabbed in the gut or something. And, okay, so that part is amazing. Uh, really well done. They have um, steroided up Haddonfield now, mm-hmm. right? So in the original Halloween two, you get to see more of Haddonfield than you did in Halloween one. You go to different places, and that's part of I think. It's charm, like what fans were. They that you got to add a little to the to the mythology, like a couple locations, right? Um, this one decides to do that, but do it ten x, mm-hmm. <laughs> probably way too much, right? Because Haddonfield can't support this kind of mythology. The problem with the original one is it was so streamlined. Yeah. I mean, it was literally, you're in a boat, it's Jaws, it's heading towards you, nothing's deterring it, it's not taking a break, it's not taking a detour, right? It's coming straight at you. Halloween 78 came straight at you, and now this one has to do so much world building and mythology explaining and all that stuff that it can't be streamlined. And I feel like that works against it. They Haddonfield is, we, I mean... I mean, you, I had a hard time, like, figuring out, like, the geography of Haddonfield. Not, not the, you know, like some... Movie, no, like, I agree. Like, the first thing that popped in my head when you were saying that was um, Trick or Treat, mm-hmm. the anthology. Mm-hmm. Like, you sort of get to know that whole area relatively quick. Right, and when you come back to a location from a different POV, you're excited to be back. Yeah. That's the key part, is you're excited to be back, right? Like, when it cuts back to the backyard and the neighbors are spying each other, but now you know why you're here or you're in the alley where the werewolf or the vampire, all that stuff is that like, that's great. But this, we cut to places and we're like, wait, why are we back here again? Yeah. Like that random bar off the road. Like, <laughs> and the other thing was in Haddonfield, Michael C. Hall, um, what's his name in the movie? Anthony Michael Hall. Hey, Anthony Michael Tommy. Hall. My, my, right. I'm thinking of Dexter, uh, <laughs> Tommy Doyle, right? Yeah. When he was like running around getting everyone to like, help fight the cause i was thinking about like my hometown of springfield and there's some crazy guys like hey we have a we have a fight here a lot of people be like get lost <laughs> get lost right well supposedly his his the gift of his you know that silver tongue devil he was you know pied pipering everyone to to join the cause be with his genius he marketing like, everyone chance. everyone we're going to chant Evil Dice tonight, and we're all going to hunt this guy down. Except we're not going to actually hunt him. We're just going to beat him up for about 26 seconds. Right. And then immediately turn our backs and walk away on the unstoppable <laughs> killing machine. Got it? Break. Break, right. Right. Okay, so I, one thing that I think is really interesting about, uh, about kills is the side sequence of the Tom and Jerry chasing the escaped, you know, it's a mental patient or whatever. This, this sequence 
is annoying in 99 out of 100 horror movies. It, it, you never want to go down this side channel and spend this much time here because yeah. we spend a lot of time with not Michael Myers, right? It, it, I mean, Ben Tramer didn't get this amount of screen time. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But now all of a sudden we're spending a lot of time with the, the, the fake out character who's not really Michael Myers. And I lightweight love the whole sequence. I don't know what was going on. Like I, I got the the boring part, and you're right. The that that all that was boring. The running around in circles and all that stuff. But every time he showed up, he was like too many cooks in it in the background. <laughs> he, was. he was just making little sinister cameos here and there. And the and the crowd would like, the mob would chase him. And then it got heartbreaking so fast. Mm-hmm. And he really sold that part of the heartbreaking part. I. I I don't know why, but I felt like I thought that was awesome. It was a weird. It'd be cool. It'd be cool if they did that scene like in a, in a different movie. <laughs> not, right, not, but not but Halloween. this is one of those like magic things where you'll see a, a fake or real toy from like from Needful Things or whatever, where you know like, it's where they sell the toy. Like it's a the action figure, the Fog, and it's from the Fog, and it's just like cotton swabs or cotton balls. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. This guy is destined to be that toy. Like if this movie is. Turns out to be beloved in the future. I will say I cared more about him than I cared about like Lori's daughter or right? granddaughter. That's what I'm saying yeah. is the movie really gave us side. So the 2018 really convinced us that the three women were the core of why we were here. And then Halloween kills Lucy footballs us. It's <laughs> <Yeah, that's> like <laughs> and completely takes the focus off of them. In a very weird way. That's what I'm saying is this movie's very odd. And I, I think the oddness intrigues me. I know there's all kinds of sh- like things in there that annoy or frustrate or I can't believe they did that. They're mm-hmm. like jaw-droppingly bad moments in this movie. The 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 what they did to the Myers home, right? Like all of that, I get why it's happening and I get well, I'm sure there's even filmmaker reasons for why you would do stuff like this. But to take everything and take all the, the, the features out of it, right? To make it, to make it so um, out of a catalog looking, <laughs> um, it, it has to be an, an intentional comment on something from them mm-hmm. or a terrible choice <laughs> I, I, because it was visually boring. I bet if you ask. Halloween's never visually boring. I bet if you ask, like, it's trying to put a Band-Aid over trauma, but you can't put a Band-Aid over trauma. Right, that's what I'm saying is there's probably a reason, and I don't know that I'll buy the reason, but I couldn't discern the reason for the movie. Hey, at least least they didn't have Big John, Little John look into the camera and explain to us why they renovated the house. You know, thank God. I mean, they sort of did. I I mean, (laughs) I think everything was explained three or four times by these people. Um, All the characters, because you're totally right. That was the most egregious crime of the film was it was doing that. What what did you think of the kills? <laughs> Those were cool. Okay, I like. I thought the better or worse than 2018. Better. I thought they were better. I thought I think 2018 might have been a little bit scarier. Okay, like Fair. I didn't. I, did you think this was scary at all? I. That's the thing is I. That's the weird echo here is that I. I let me tell you something. I know that 78 is scarier than 81 or Halloween two whatever you want. I know that it is, right? And mm-hmm. it's one of my absolute favorite horror films of all time. Um, but I don't know if it's because of how I saw Halloween 2 or whatever, but Halloween 2 
added to Halloween one to me. It was like I couldn't think of them separately. It was like the scares multiplied on top of each other. Oh, cool. Right. It was like using a ladder to get onto another ladder. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this one has some of that going on because I have what he was doing in 2018. I have in my head while I'm watching this one. And that means that I'm trying to put together what's the pattern to this. Mm -hmm. Right. Like he's doing all these kills. But why? Right. We 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 sort of thought of it as the babysitter killer. And then we thought of it as kind of like the anyone gets in my way while I'm on my personal mission. Yeah. But he's killing certain people in certain ways in these movies. And I'm trying to figure out why. And I think adding what happened here to what was happening in 2018 is where it's getting more interesting for me. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, there's room for this to like to like for the for the people like me who didn't like it. Oh, totally. Like, uh, there's I mean, there's room for them to stick the landing, but I... I mean... Uh, this is what I also read, that they were supposed to shoot this back-to-back. -back. Right. Because of the pandemic, they didn't, and I think Bloody Disgusting just now reported that the script has been approved by John Carpenter. For the last one. For the last one. Okay. So, maybe we lucked out by them not shooting it back-to-back -back and them waiting a little bit. Right. Um, that's my hope, is right. that that hopefully they they got like their writing chops on or sharpened them or did you know whatever like maybe no. because i think the what's bad what was bad in 2018 got worse here i'm yeah. afraid we're heading in a i like 2018 more than in this the one. wrong trend yeah right like the the things in 2018 namely the doctor right so everything yeah. that you would expect someone who thought of the doctor and executed the way they did Everything you feared they might mess up here, they kind of did. <laughs> right? Yeah, and why why is it with this trilogy like they love to just sprinkle in characters, and that really don't add anything to the story, like the podcasters from the first one, right? Uh, the sheriff in this one. Well, I that think. sort of happens in the Halloween franchise, but those characters were more interesting, or or they were just better at doing brushstrokes of characters that you know where there's just there for Michael to kill, but it didn't it didn't become as bothersome as these. Yeah. These characters are bothering us. The doctor bothered a lot of people. Yeah. Right. And the podcasters bothered me. Right. That po you could take yeah. all the podcasting sequences out of 2018 and that movie gets better. I agree with you. Right. Yeah. So what could you take out of Halloween kills and the movie gets better? Uh, well, well, any, so any type, writing. Well, I mean, for, it's a silent movie. It's a Dude, was, bold choice. No, I was going to say, if you cut out every time they say evil dies tonight, I think you can shave like 12 minutes of the thing. That's, I don't know if it makes it a better movie. That's valid. I don't know. What, okay. So like, that's interesting. What would you do to make it a better movie? Like, like legitimately not trying to be funny. Like, I don't think you can take anything out to make it a better movie. That's what's interesting about it. I think you have to make different choices. To well, make a no. Movie. Like I, 2018, I, you could just remove things and make it a better no, movie. No, I think you. I think there are some things, maybe not as big, but I do think if you took out a lot of them explaining to the audience what's happening, it would take out some of. It would be like pulling back. Right, but power that's not that's not fair. What you got? You can't take. What you got to do is you got to take. You got to take a thread, like a blank, and just pull the whole thread. Right. So I'm pulling all of the podcaster out of 2018. Well, then I would pull all of the characters saying, giving exposition. <laughs> that's cheating. That's just a bunch of characters. That's a bunch of moments. That's not pulling one thing out of it. Like you, if you got, I'll, you got to say, you got to say like I'm big, big John and Little John. I'm viewing it as an editor. Like I'm looking at. The, oh, like, true, I'm true. looking at you're, like. Well, you're actually pull, trying to make it better. Pulling the, pulling the. <laughs> no, okay, but if we had to do it that way. 
I mean, I, I mean, I like Norm, not Norm McDonald, Michael McDonald. I think is his name. Yeah, the they were great. They TV. were fine. I, I, they, I, they're, they're, they just said Big John, Little John, way too much. I agree. Yeah, I agree. But I wouldn't take them out because they were fun. They, yeah, they were fun. I don't know. I can't think of anything. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, this is what I'm trying to tell you. There's, there is more. You think 2018 is better than this, and so do I, really. But, but there is. There is more you can easily point to in 2018 and be like, I'm taking that out. Here, you can't do it, and that's weird. That is weird. <laughs> right? It's very weird. And because what's missing here is that they we didn't need to spend nearly as much time making references to mob mentality in the modern age. We all get it. And, and we didn't need to spend as much time away from the thing that got us there in the first place that made us all want to see two more of these movies, which was the three women. Yeah. <laughs> and we totally sidetracked from the most interesting story. And if you're going to do that, you need a really compelling reason to do that. And the thing is, you can just go ahead and do that in Halloween 3 anyway. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> to save the weird detours for there, right? Like, we could have... I saw... I wish I could give credit because I can never remember, but I saw a great tweet. I think it was Jordan who we follow, but, who, like... I'm actually pulling it up because as soon as you said great tweet, I was like, I know exactly which one you're it, talking about. Right? Because it, it was such a good explainer for, for kind of what was wrong for for that part of it. I'll talk while you Yeah, search. it was Jordan. Yeah. Oh, I can't say her last name. Jordan, here you give it a stab. I can't, I can't say it to you, Jordan C, but I saw you screech at it. So she said, uh, hold on, I'll tell you where to follow her. Follow her at J-O-R-C-R-U. So, because um, she's amazing. So what she tweeted was, I feel like if the second movie had started instead with someone just saying, there's been a riot, it would have covered everything that happened in Kills and just move forward seamlessly. Nothing happened nothing mattered <laughs> besides the one death that i can't forgive so which basically she's saying the whole frankenstein mob call out universal sequence that they were doing here didn't matter and and i'm not sure i agree i think there's things that were happening in the mob and the chasing the institutional guy that i liked but you get the point of once ends begins it's going to start where we want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, that's where we all want to be is thir 13 seconds in to where we <laughs> all know the third movie's going to start. Yeah. And this movie stalled us from there. And, and I don't think it sold us on why, except for this is Michael's movie. That's what I think the only, the best to me, it's not even an argument because it's the thing that I got excited about after I left the theater and started realizing you know, there, there was so much in the movie that I hated. I don't think it's his masterpiece. No, that's that, the line. Right. I know, but that you're right. That's a terrible line. That's you're right. They, I think they knew what they had and they couldn't resist badly writing mm -hmm. on top of it. Right. It's I don't know how to explain it, but anyway, it's, it's because the first one couldn't be Michael's movie. It had to be Jamie's movie. And now if they pull it off and it's a joint movie at the end, it's the perfect whatever. It's just this one was such a bad, like such a bad detour in so many places that it detracts from the places it gets right. Like when I watch rewatch Terminator 2 at this point, I can never come fresh to that movie again. I've seen it 10 times. Mm -hmm. When I love something, I pay more attention to it, so I've got it more memorized, and the details are more on lock, right? So there's just no way I can really experience that or sit through whatever. But I know that when the when the Terminators are going to face off 
after the guy blows himself up and the helicopter arrives and all that. It is such a perfectly executed sequence, you know, whatever. And I feel like if I'm flipping through channels four years from now and Halloween Kills comes on and it's a, the start of any of the Michael's like on the move or kills or making decisions sequences, I'm just going to hang in until, until it goes back to and them running around in circles doing, you know, you're not paying meep, meep. You're not paying attention to the dialogue, you know, you're plus, plus one. Plus one. <laughs> you know what That's mean? what I'm saying. There's no dialogue in those scenes. <laughs> right? Like, uh, last thing, the, the for for whatever for this, but the, the scene where Michael's stalking the survivors and he's down to the one, she's hiding in the woods. The shots of him making his way through the woods like the most sinister possible version of Bigfoot. Yeah. Was great. It was just the, the sounds, the the atmosphere, the water the, the reflection. Look, yeah. Right. The water reflection. All of that is great. And 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 I in retrospect, I don't feel like I can say that about you know, I can I can only say in a lot of the sequels that it's fun or Donald Pleasance was there or whatever. By the way, Donald Pleasance that was cool. Unbelievable. Like, what, I mean, just amazing stuff. But I, I want them to do, if, if, if ends takes place all in the seventies, you and your whole family will buy tickets. I know twice. <laughs> <laughs> and I will too, but that's probably not what's going to happen. Anything else you want to cover about Halloween kills? <sighs> no, just that, just that I, I really like was trying to go in there like super blank, yep. you know, like the mask, like the shape, like the shape. <laughs> right. And, uh, the di- the dialogue just kept pulling me out, right. but there there are some like fun little roller coastery type hills, but overall you're not sold. But I, no, well I and to, and to quote sold. Jamie Lee Curtis uh, or to quote Laura, you know, it's my fault. It's <laughs> it's my fault. No, it's I not should. your fault. That's but but the weird thing is now that you're saying that I I'm realizing so this move has worked on you before. So you like you really like Texas Chainsaw 2003. Mm-hmm. Right, like, yeah. there's is there a new Friday movie? Did you like O nine or Freddy versus Jason? Or I know you love Jason X. Uh, I like uh, Freddy versus Jason more than O nine. So you like Freddy versus Jason? Yeah. well enough, yeah. right? So you like it more than Halloween Kills? Definitely, definitely. So it's possible to make one of these kind of movies, and you're in, and you love it. It's just that's what I'm saying. I hope I hope them not doing it back to back benefits, right? Like, the writing of the of the second one because we they like, like we said at the beginning of the episode like they got michael right, right. like that's that that seemed that's yeah we think i, I don't trust but, them enough to know but but, I, I think, but on face right. on face value we would i would i would probably bet on it like they they got it mostly which a lot of the other movies haven't right so like keep that <laughs> keep that don't don't right. touch that dial right and then like Fix the writing, like fix the dialogue, like, and it doesn't have to be like Aaron Sorkin level dialogue by <laughs> no. any means. Just, just, just no, better. Like Halloween it, Three has great dialogue. It doesn't have Michael, but it's got great, quotable, memorable dialogue. I mean, it's just do that. And you got the Sex Machine. <laughs> you got the, <laughs> Tom Sex Machine. Now, now we might have dodged a bullet in the horror community with if this had been a runaway successful, and maybe it is, but it doesn't feel like it is. It feels like it's. I think it'd be like fifty million. It's financially financially successful, financially, but yeah. I feel like the it's very divisive, right? Oh yeah. So, um, but if it had been just runaway successful, the you know everyone has to do this, run out and do this. 
they would have all tried this move, naming things kills and ends. And I was trying to think of what the other franchises would be if you did it with them, right? So it would be like, it would be like Elm Street, Elm Street Sleeps, Elm Street Awakens. Right? Friday Drowns. <laughs> Friday Resuscitates. Friday Swims. Friday Swims. <laughs> swims to the top. <laughs> I, 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 and... I'm glad we dodged that bullet because I find this naming convention annoying. But when you start thinking through how it might play out with other franchises, the blob blobs, <laughs> right? The blob, blah. the blob, blah. <laughs> right? Like, well, how would you do this for other franchises? And and that's when I'm Show, like, oh, I'm children on the corn. I miss my parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Right. Well, and Gremlins sort of did it. Gremlins was like Gremlins threw the new batch. <laughs> hey, yes. That's pretty accurate. Right. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty good. They, they never, right they never got it. to pull off again. It would never. Gremlins ends wouldn't have been. Phantasm there. shiny balls. Phantasm boy. Phantasm boy. <laughs> so let us know what you would do with the franchises with the naming conventions if it had Psycho happened. checks in. Psycho checks out. <laughs> we got we got the next franchise Universal. <laughs> Come see. Where's my check? Come see. <laughs> Come see us. <laughs> and if you can't pay us a check, you can you, you, pay us back. You by subscribing. By yeah, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and then follow us on Facebook if you're inclined. I mean, I know a lot of people how they feel about this, but the community over there is why we're there. So um It's popping right now. Join join them. Just the conversations in there are are just they're amazing. They're blowing my mind because there are really knowledgeable people contributing and and honestly, there's people like having this amazing side conversation literally while we're recording about Possession 1981 that you just. Where else <laughs> you gonna find that? I haven't seen that in like anywhere that isn't a page that's run by some weirdo in Norway or something. So like, let's 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 do this. Come over and join us there. Hey, we'll see you next time. Stay scary. Watch a bunch of horror movies. Happy October.